to the Skeptic Wire. So maybe next time we actually will do the... Let's okay. record the other stuff first. Yeah. And then do the woo-woo tube right. as its own thing. Yeah. Okay. I agree. Yeah, that, of course, now the problem is that we have no transition into looking up at space. Well, I did just pause us, so no, this is all stuff we'll edit. Well, no, so what we that. need to do is actually do a new intro. So the intros are not the same. Oh, yeah, we're going to yeah. have to swap those around because we're still... Uh, we said 182. 182. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's fine. Hello! Hello! <laughs> <laughs> it's episode 183 being recorded dead on the 17th of January, well, 2015. 182 is going to be the newer stuff. Well, you just have to swap it. Okay. And so now, now you, you just got to change it a little. Yeah, you might want to mark it. Press M or something. So 183. 183 is the woo-woo tube. Yes. And 182 is the stuff. Was the the science. The science. The real science. So from now on, even-numbered shows will be science, and the odd-numbered shows, shows are will be, be YouTube. <laughs> I'm so confused. So, yeah. Now we're doing 183. <clears throat> no, 182. I'm so confused. Okay. We just did 183, but the intro was said 182. 182. So I gave you an intro for 183 so you can move it to the last one and then move that one to this one. Sure. <laughs> It'll all make sense in the end, folks. <laughs> Just swap swap the intros. There you go. Just switch them a little. Except we, we have to continue the intro for 183 as if it's woo-woo tube. Because we don't have an intro for woo-woo tube. Well, yeah, I guess we do. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> This is stuff that, this is, this is not, this is all woo-woo, like, like, timey-wimey, time travel kind of yes. stuff in my head. Yes, it is. Blinky-winky, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, so I don't know how you want to do that. <laughs> I think we should start with introductions. Yeah. Oh. Hi! <laughs> well, you can, okay, well, you can use. Okay, we're doing the intro for the 183 woo-woo tube segment. 183. All right, so this all makes complete and right. utter sense somehow. All right, so we'll just take the entire thing because you can take the entire other intro. The other intro is, is completely right. okay. Let's absolutely. just move along. <laughs> Wait, he needs to understand this. Hello, hello. <laughs> it is episode one eighty three of the Skeptic Wire for the. 24th, no wait, uh, we're going to do it on Wednesday, and therefore the 20th of January. See, it still doesn't Ish. make sense, Gary. <laughs> okay, it doesn't matter when we recorded the fucking episode, Gary. Yes. We're recording Which... today. We're recording today, but it's uploaded later because, <laughs> because... <of> time. <laughs> so we recorded a whole bunch of stuff on a woo-woo tube segment. That's right. On the 17th of January, it and a it's while. really long because we were having fun with it, and it was educational. But um, it's so long that we need to split it into two separate episodes. We don't have to, but you probably appreciate it. Yeah, so we're going to take all of the Woo Woo Tube segment out of what we just did and plop it after what we're saying now. <laughs> and it makes sense plop. somehow. <laughs> We are plopping woo-woo tube all over the place. So. Okay. How's, Greg. How's, how's everybody's week going to be? The same thing it was in episode 182. <laughs> Greg. Yes? If I didn't know better, I'd swear you were drunk. <laughs> but I know better, and I know that you're not. So It's Saturday morning. I'm a little punchy. He's drunk with power. <laughs> I am the editor. Yes, the power oh. strip there, an extension cord there. Whoa! Better watch out. New World Order's going to come to get you. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so in between, uh, how, how's, your, how's your week been? Great. We already figured that one, 182. But in between that time, it, it appears that uh, a, a dangerous type snake may be entering my, my yard. Um, where That's I, not a sexy metaphor. No. He literally means a snake. Yes. Uh, are, are, are you really sure it's not a sexy metaphor? <laughs> It's not, coiled not on his yard. driveway. 
sending that's usually that's beach. usually considered indecency exposure. <laughs> yes. So anyway, uh, but we don't know, so I guess I'll find out if the dogs are still okay when I get home. I'm sure they'll be fine. But I'm sure they are. Look, yeah. my dog can kill anything. Uh, but it, I, I, I think. <laughs> yeah, I seem to recall several episodes of us in your living room recording, going, "Oh my god, couldn't you get the stink out of here by now?" Or them bringing nice animal pets for you that are pre-chewed. Yeah. <laughs> That's something that's still hey, alive. They're pre-chewing your food for you. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> so they're being, they're they're being um, thoughtful. Thoughtful. Yeah. 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 So anyway, great. So let's let's do the tube segment and enjoy. So moving on, <laughs> woo! Yes, I have to. I have to come up with some kind of theme song for this. But we're on the woo woo train. <laughs> yeah, pro- but it needs like some mystical kind of chimes and flutes in the background. Woo woo! Tube, tube. <laughs> Yes, you guessed it, folks. Our brand new, awesome new segment that is takes a lot of time, but it's a lot of fun. We find a video on YouTube about some basic tenant of skepticism problems, and then we play it for you, comment on it, and basically crap all over it. <laughs> yeah, That pretty much summarizes what we're doing. Um, this week, chemtrails. Boo. Yes, and we have a video that is brought to you by Chemtrail Norway. Now, now chemtrails aren't the things that are are behind like a snail or a slug, right? That's those are slime trails. Slime trails, but made of chemicals. Everything's made of chemicals, Gary. Hmm. Exactly the problem that we're dealing with here. So Chemtrail, no, it's Chemtrail Watch Norway. Yeah, Chemtrail Watch Norway. I really wasn't able to find any specifics on that group, but there are plenty of other kind of websites and, and groups about this. Chemical Central or ChemtrailCentral.com, Geoengineering Watch, all that kind of fun stuff. It seems like this video, the group behind it, is mainly that geoengineeringwatch.org. Yeah. Because we, we'll get into it as we're watching the video, but there are lots of different aspects to quote-unquote chemtrails that the conspiracy theorists assign to what chemtrails are, what their behavior is, the reasons for it, and all that kind of stuff. The video we're going to listen to primarily focuses on the assumption that chemtrails are for engineering the atmosphere because of global warming. But there are plenty of other reasons people give, like it's to pacify the population or to cause illness, everything from just basic fatigue to Morgellons disease, or of course, my old favorite asthma. <laughs> my my personal belief is is that if they wanted to actually pacify the populace, like from the like, Serenity just start movie, fucking put Xanax in the water. Yeah, yeah, that would be so much easier. That is, yeah, that is the one one of the big refutations of this whole chemtrails idea of spraying the population is that it would be much more effective to actually just dump stuff in the water supply, whatever you're trying to do. But I'm sure, getting ahead they of myself. Control, ah, ah, but so you can't do that because there's a war between the air gods and the water gods. And the land gods. And the land gods and the fire gods. Isn't that the plot to The Last Airbender? <laughs> Quite possibly. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So it's okay to fart <laughs> but, in the sky, but you can't fart into the water. I see. Because nobody's ever done that. Because water <laughs> has memory. <laughs> yeah. And it will remember. <laughs> and next time it'll try to drown you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of the background to what we're going to be listening to. We'll get into the big... Uh, we'll, we'll try to stop at points where there are major issues that we can talk about and refute. Uh, but the video itself is about five minutes long. We'll post the link in the show notes and on the website. Uh, But, uh, so here we go. Okay. Okay. So the... Ooh. Oh, wait a minute. Um, first of all, uh, rip off. 
Um, uh, copyright infringement? Yes. Yep. So what we're seeing Bastards. is basically the logo for the movie companies. First, Castle Rock Entertainment, yes. and then Spyglass Entertainment, yeah. with essentially Chemical Chemtrail Watch Norway instead of those company names. Yeah, yeah, that's just copyright what? infringement. Yeah, I figured that would particularly piss off Donna, so that's why when I first saw this movie, it's like, yeah, we got to do this video. <laughs> All right, so we got about you know thirty seconds of this bullshit. Um, thirty also, seconds of theft. They also, also call oh. it reality news. <laughs> uh, also, they does that the mean music, that yeah. they're hosting the highlights of the latest episode of I don't know Real Housewives? Probably not. It says reality news. There's probably more education in Real Housewives, Housewives. than than this crap. A side note: Real Housewives is a very interesting anthropological. <laughs> it is. No, I get it. I, I'm laughing because I agree with you. Go on. So we're seeing a scroll to the top of the screen of something that says "Still don't believe in chemtrails." Fortunately, there's not a lot of visual to this. Most I of the video is just footage of the sky. I believe in contrails, not chemtrails. Exactly. Are there are there people kids screaming in the background? Are they playing? I can't tell. It sounded like they were screaming. It yeah, it's it seems to me it's like the screaming on a playground kind of thing. Like just you know, just It's kids it's, at play having fun. Yeah, but the ominous tone of the music kind of lends to Overrides the it? the children are in danger kind of thing. Think of the children. <laughs> Pretty well, there's much. a crap load of children doing the voiceover in this, so uh, I am I'm saddened by that. Yep. They're obviously we are under attack. Ah. That's why we made this. Yes, Gary? That was creepy. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. That totally wasn't Kubrickian at all. <laughs> the, yeah, the whole we video are the is, children. is narrated you will by obey. these kind of children of the corn-esque voices, either in concert or one by one. Kind of poorly edited, but uh, not so bad. And with the ominous tones and the children playing in the background throughout. And all of this is pictures of the sky. And you can tell it's from lots of different sources, lots of different quality videos. Yeah, but, but who, who, who is we? Who's the we that made this? Because the, the one that, I, I, that you link to is a mirrored video. Yeah. So, anyway. Well, all we I have to know. say is, we are under attack. Well, get to your blanket <laughs> forts now, people defend the blanket fort. Because there's no there's no YouTube user called Chemtrail Watch. Right. Well, I, the video at the very very end shows basically a picture from the geoengineeringwatch.org website. So ah. maybe originally came from that. There's uh, there's some stuff on this that I was not able to find. Like later in the video, there's a quick picture of some magazine cover that says. Weatherman, America's ultra-secret geoengineering cowboys. But I couldn't find that headline for any sort of magazine or anything like that. So I'm not sure what's going on with that. Yeah, there's there's this this uh, thing will raise more questions than our answers. Yes. Well, there's, there's plenty of things that we can refute as we go along. But who made it, I'm not entirely sure. Okay. Which is, which is always a good uh, indication of, of veracity of what they're saying. <laughs> Our government has been spraying us like bugs, using aluminum, barium, strontium, and other aerosols in order to control the climate. There are many reasons why Citation this needed. so, including <laughs> weather control and for military supremacy. Citation, Citation needed. Yeah, pretty much this entire video is all just assertion assertions without any sort of backup to it. But the, the idea of that, especially aluminum and barium, on all the various chemtrail websites, those are the big ones that they come up with. Yes, because it's giving people autism. Yeah. yeah. And enemas. But, but there's also been things like titanium metallic salts, oil-based substances, or unknown biological components. But most which, of the time, it's which aluminum. Which could, oh, happen because of, oh, I don't know, pollution? Maybe? Yeah. yeah Perhaps? We'll, get, we'll get back to that yeah. point, too. <laughs> uh, although I would like to point out that uh, England is the lone exception of not being uh, sprayed with aluminum. Uh, they're sprayed by aluminium. <laughs> yes. That's all for you, Richard. And and, and bari, bariumium. 
It's just trying to DM him. <laughs> is that uh, Cumberbatch's brother? <laughs> sure. Barry, I'm hey, hey. Barry, I'm yum. Hey, I am a Cumbersnatch. We will not insult. <laughs> <laughs> Although Bar- Bar- Barry, yum, yum kind of sounds like something you'd get at a Chinese restaurant. Or I was thinking a character in the Mikado. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Moving along. What is really scary, though, is how slow adults are waking up to the fact that we okay, are being poisoned so kids, by the powers that be. Kids made this film. The kids, but it's because obviously adults are slow. Yeah, well, uh, we're kids so the slow. <laughs> God. Okay. You can be racist. I can't be disabledist. <laughs> okay, sure. See, the listeners didn't see the motion you did, but you guys drove it home by talking about it. That doesn't help. <laughs> All right, <laughs> but yes, it's it's the 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 the. Adults aren't protecting us. The adults don't know what what's going on. But we either the few adults who coach these kids into reading this narration or whatever, they know the truth, just like any conspiracy. Sure. Yeah. Three people in their garage know the truth where everybody else is being fooled. Look at these jets. Look at them. (laughs) Stop that, Gary. Uh, unfortunately, the uh, listeners can't see the reactions. That's <laughs> why I started laughing. <laughs> Look at the jets; they're perfect. Okay, great. yeah, okay. Look at these jets. Look at that. Con- stop that! Stop stopping it. Trails start and stop like this. Then the engine would be failing and the jet would fall. Jet trails should be consistent and dissipate very quickly, not stopping and starting. They should not huff and puff, resembling a paint sprayer. The trail oh. should be dull and consistent. Yeah, so that's the wrong, 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 wrong. There are two major arguments that almost all the chemtrail proponents talk about. One is that chemtrails, as opposed to contrails, which they admit actually happen. But how do you tell the difference? The the chemtrails linger. Whereas contrails dissipate in a few minutes, uh-huh. according to them. Uh, sure. Not according to science, according to the chemtrail believers. Yeah. The other thing is this whole stopping and starting thing that it's like, well, if you're spraying like a crop duster, you're spraying for a few minutes and then you're stopping. And that's why you see breaks in contrails. Sure, because they don't understand what contrails are yeah. or what causes them. And therefore, they also think that the atmosphere... Above the earth is perfectly glassy smooth and layered like an onion. Exactly. Yes, because that's what they were taught when they were receiving their PhD in chemistry (laughs) from Big Bob's uh, Bait Shack in chemistry school. (laughs) A a subsidiary of uh, University of Phoenix. (laughs) Although Big Bob does make good burgers. Yes. Okay. I will give you that. So the, the basic science here is that when you have a jet engine, it's... Burning the fuel and basically exhaust and water vapor comes out the back. When a plane is up at altitude, it's fucking cold so that water vapor condenses and causes basically a straight line cloud. But where does this water vapor come from if they're not purposely spraying it out, Greg? It comes from an engine burning fuel that produces exhaust and water vapor. <laughs> How odd. Exactly. Plus, But that doesn't happen on Earth. Yeah. I mean, our engines... Don't have catalytic converters or anything that change uh, certain chemicals into water that eventually falls out the back of the pipe. Yes, they do. Really? No, that only happens on Venus. (laughs) There's also water vapor in the air that if it's just a little bit more water vapor adds to it, it hits that kind of pushover point. And temperature changes and all kinds of things causes water. So basically, immediately you have this little cloud. And as Gary just mentioned, the whole stopping and starting thing is because there are layers to the earth. So especially if a plane is ascending or descending, going through those different layers of either layers to the the atmosphere, not obviously the earth, but they're not flying through the earth. Yes, the atmosphere. Sorry if I I misspoke that. Well, some of them try to fly through the earth. (laughs) (laughs) And some don't succeed. Yeah, uh, I think there's a memorial in the middle of Pennsylvania about that one. Um, <laughs> wow. Okay. But yes, going through these layers, you have different temperatures, different amounts of humidity where it'll You've make... also got different levels of oxygen and... 
Yeah. So different pressure at different levels might mean that it condenses at different temperatures, different. And there's, you know, columns of air going up and down. There's there's bumps in um, because of convection. It's not smooth. Yes. Hence turbulence. Have these people even flown on the plane before? (laughs) Well, a lot Hot of air people... rises, cold air descends, hence <laughs> turbulence. <laughs> a lot of the people will basically say that if you're in a commercial airliner, if you look out the window, you never see contrails or chemtrails. So that's why it's military planes that are all doing this. Uh-huh. Despite the fact that you can see commercial jets. Uh, do it. Do from it. From the ground. The problem being that if you're in a commercial airliner, you're looking out the side of the plane and not towards va- the back yeah water vapor takes a few seconds to freeze when it comes out these engines so it t- you can't see it because it's you're going 650 the- miles per yeah, hour the tail and back <laughs> is where you see it so yeah that was a big debunking of the, the the major thing is the start and stopping thing and it's it's pretty simple atmospheric science and it's pretty it's, poor engineering for those things to start and stop. Why would they start and stop? That's just stupid. Too, Why would you go... <laughs> oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that plane had a, a couple of crab cakes and washed it down with some beans and broccoli. <laughs> I, 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 the assumption, I assume, is that it's targeting specific areas with its chemical nastiness of whatever is going on yes because there's no such thing as wind that might take it in yeah some other direction it's another problem with this whole thing that is basically the the claims are always that chemtrails are being distributed at thirty thousand feet and yet some schmuck in his garage can test his rainwater at ground level and assume that the chemtrail that might be kind of over him if you squint is dropping stuff on him so that doesn't it, – it's back to the crop duster metaphor. Crop dusters have to fly at like 100, 200 feet or something like that to actually hit the field they're trying to hit with their chemical goodness. So Ah, oh, but see, chemtrails don't care. They just want it to slowly fall down on yeah, everything. Everybody. But with prevailing winds, you might have like a bunch of chemtrail chemicals being concentrated in one area and other areas get nothing. So, it's, it's, yeah. no, it's not an efficient method of distribution. <laughs> but let's get back to the video because the yeah that was the whole starting stopping thing, and we could keep going if we wanted to on on all the stupidity. But we'll find more stupidity in a second. Satellite and radar should not contain plain trails in ridiculous places, making patterns that turn to cloud cover. What? Define ridiculous. It's, yes. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I, some of these were basically kind of, you could see satellite pictures like east of England or something like that, where it's like, why would you see contrails over the sea if people are spraying? So why would they spray over the sea? I, that's the best explanation I could think of. They're also showing curly Q cloud patterns or something like that, that once again, wind yeah a a lot of these chemtrail believers one of the big things they point to and say see they're spraying us is if contrails essentially make a grid-esque pattern which points to the idea that they realize just how many fucking planes there are in the sky all the time yeah download flight watch yeah take a look (laughs) we're here in san antonio where we not only do we have a a, a big, fairly busy airport. We have at least two or three air bases, something like that in the neighborhood. I know one, I've, there's constant flight patterns over my my job at work where there's either jets flying overhead or these big C-14s, whatever, landing. And there's lots of plane activity. There's going to be contrails. Yeah. Um, and not everything is going to be going north-south or east-west. It's going to intersect. Exactly. Yeah, so not much more to say about that one. We are not exaggerating when we say that life itself depends on adults doing some basic, easy research about aerosol geoengineering. And joining forces with the growing movement to protect our planet from decision makers that have left you and I out of the conversation. So, uh, poor poor reading of the lines, I'd like to point out. First yeah, of all. <laughs> there, there's, there's two points in, in this one little section that I found problematic one is they when they're talking about like 
the 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 people who are the decision makers leaving you and I out of the conversation. There's there's a magazine cover that says Weatherman, America's ultra secret geoengineering cowboys. I can't. <laughs> Either this is a book title I'm... or a magazine cover, and I could not find what this is from, where they got this screenshot of, if at all. But the interesting thing is when I when I was researching this at work. I typed the America's Ultra Secret Geoengineering Cowboys into a Google search. Yeah. That was the exact minute that the internet went down at our building. <gasps> <laughs> so apparently that phrase is a kill switch for the internet. <laughs> that's that's creepy. <laughs> anyway, here we go. I, I, I found is it, it. Is it a book? Because I, I just it's Googled a, the, probably the sentence. A pamphlet yeah first issues from the north state to the republic from the same men who brought you the secret renditions wmd torture bad weatherman uh dias let me let me visit the page i did i did a uh image search oh uh, okay that's what i didn't do i'm i'm more of a luddite than you i guess scary dias.p.eu.com it's not much of anything hmm as it's maybe like a Twitter type of thing, but it's just a whole bunch of videos. Who the fuck knows? Yeah. Well, I'm I'm going to replay part of that section. Just so it's not the original. My point is. Yeah. Pay attention when they're talking about doing easy research about something. Stuff depends on adults doing some basic easy research about aerosol geoengineering. And what I'm did you think when you heard that? I had to have a coworker listen to this at work again to make sure that they heard what I thought I heard. I honestly didn't know. It, it sounded like nonsense to me. Donna, what did you think? My, it okay. So what I love about conspiracy theorists is the fact that they're always saying basic, easy research. Okay. That is where yeah. I'm focused. Because that's, yeah, that's it's always thing, this. But go ahead. It's always this. I don't have the citations handy. But if you just Google it. <laughs> or if you just stare at the sky. I, yeah. You'll understand my pain and why I'm trying to save humankind. Well, when I first listened to this, like the first dozen times, I was like, what the hell are they talking about? Easy research about aerosol geoengineering. I thought they were saying aerosol Jew engineering. Yes. Okay. Jew. Yes. That was one third. I, I heard too. I didn't. Yes. Okay. Repeat I, it, it like, again. I, because I, I want... was like, is this pareidolia or something or what? There is audio pareidolia. So hold on. Stuff depends on adults doing some basic, easy research about aerosol geoengineering. Enjoying for no, I hear geo. Yeah, really? it, but once we well, you have the transcript in front of you as well. Once I had figured it out, but yeah, when I first listened to it, I was like, because I hadn't lo looked at the other topics about <laughs> geoengineering, but I thought it was a Jewish conspiracy thing. Well, a lot of a lot of conspiracy theories go back to the Jews because you know. Yeah. They're fucking evil. And they're ultra powerful to be, despite being a vast minority. Yeah. So it, in this case, I don't think they are blaming the Jews because it's not mentioned anywhere else. But it could be. <laughs> you never yeah. fucking know. Because it's always like, I mean, they've been saying like, they're, they're spraying us like bugs. It's the government that's doing this. The adults don't know. It... it it is this vast, like, government conspiracy or, or, or whatever that's apparently all the governments everywhere doing it to everybody, and they're all working together. Like, Strangely. we and the Iranians and the Russians and the Australians, all these opposing right. forces this are all new working world together. Order. Yeah. It's the New World Order argument. Also, by having it come from the mouths of kids, you know, they haven't been exposed to the chemicals well they've been because they're more that is natural and I they're guess. also innocent so they can see behind the curtain yeah, it's that a, we adults don't yeah it's it's basically the naturalistic fallacy we're gonna yeah. feel really stupid when this turns out to be true <laughs> i will never believe it <laughs> no i don't think so it's nothing you can say so yes big vast conspiracy not geoengineering, but geoengineering. Yep. This is with the growing movement to protect our planet from decision makers that have left you and I out of the conversation. So here's how you do your research. For starters, observe the skies above you. I think we can all agree that we can hear jets when they fly over. Not all the time. Yeah, no. exactly. Like I said, I work near an Air Force base, so you will hear a jet flying overhead. You'll look up. It is a clear day. You cannot see the fucking thing because it's already past you because of sound yeah. fast, slower than light 
thing. The other side of that is is <laughs> that up, when you live in a high, or when you live in an area of high air traffic, you get used to it and you kind of ignore the sound. Yeah. It's it goes to the back of your mind unless you hear something like a bing bang boom. You're all like, holy fuck! I will look up now. Yeah. This otherwise week. <laughs> you go. It's a fucking blade. This they week, because I've been researching this, I've been noticing contrails in the sky much more than I ever have because I've been paying attention. Greg is one of them. <laughs> I said contrails. Greg is one of them. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what the uh, lizards would say, wouldn't they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bow to our reptilian overlords. <laughs> so the important thing of this section is to stare up into the sky. Yes, absolutely. Uh, but don't don't bother knowing what you're looking at first. Yeah. So. Yeah. But make sure you stare. Uh, what helps? Stare directly into the sun. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> well, yeah. Anyway, okay. so. So why is it that on some days there are lines all <laughs> over the sky and jet sounds, and other days there are no lines and no jet sounds? Why Sunday? Because it's an atheist conspiracy, uh, or a Jewish conspiracy, no, no, no. or a Seventh-day Adventist conspiracy, or a Buddhist conspiracy. It's not a conspiracy at all. It's Jesus flying all over the world, bringing children uh, uh, toys and uh, And farting chemtrails. Did I yeah. tell you the story of my aunt? So I have an aunt who lives up in Fredericksburg and we all met together one day and this was several years ago. And my aunt believes that <laughs> Santa's Jesus. Jesus, no, Jesus isn't a capsule floating around the moon. <laughs> I am not shitting you. And when Michael gave the, the what the fuck look, we're all going Stop. And we're oh, doing no. the, the no. Cut. That's when you bring out the recorder. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, because he's doing the. And how did uh, he get there? No. So next time you go visit this aunt, ask her to explain it, and we'll do it as a woo woo tomb segment. <laughs> but it was just one of those, and all of us are like, because we didn't really want her to get on the the ranty trail that yeah. she does. So we're all like, yeah, we're doing the the cross the neck motion, like cut it out, cut it out, cut it out. Warning and, eyes, yeah. <laughs> Warning, warning. And he's all like, What? I love you, honey, but your family's knocking fucks. And I'm all like, yeah. And you realize why I avoid them. So we've got more lines on Sundays. The only thing I could think of are, well, the two options. One, I would assume that most of these people, despite being completely fucking crazy, work during the week. So maybe they're not paying as much attention. During the week, but also weekend is a pretty busy travel time. So maybe there's more plane flights on weekends. Uh, no, I, I, I don't, don't think so. No, because Mondays is probably the biggest more, travel more day. More busy? Hmm. Business flights, yeah. all of that jazz. I, I couldn't really find Googling around what, anybody else who's focused on Sundays in the chemtrail community. What I think this is, is that most people are off on Sundays. They have, they have more of more a chance time to, to notice yeah. it. Or maybe, maybe not notice it. Maybe they're doing more drugs on Sundays. <laughs> well, the other point Why are that there are so many more chasers on Sundays. <laughs> I can I can hear the chemtrails. Um, I can feel them. They call me. <laughs> well, the other point that they're trying to make here is that if it's a clear day, you never hear jet sounds. But if it's a cloudy day you hear jet sounds so why is that it's kind of the how do magnets fucking work just asking questions kind of thing and it's basically all the citation needed yeah well I, if you think about it for just a second you've got okay clouds clouds on a cloudy day like ham radio signals or even radio like radio station signals have a tendency to travel farther sound is also kind of a wave so it, it, it would be reflected by clouds. That's the only thing I can think of. Uh, well, I, I don't know. Let's just move on yeah, with the stupid. It's 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 a possibility. But uh, yeah, when when I was trying to figure that out and Google around, there's also like humid air might be more conductive of sound. But all of these things I found on websites like flylouisville.com or scottsdalearizona.gov. And those are all pretty official sounding websites. And you know that the, the conspiracy theorists are not going to believe anything they read on that website. 
So they're just going to keep asking the questions of it must be a mystery because we can't believe what the government says. Well, yeah, but – Because I mean, government's evil, man. <laughs> okay, so so any any change in medium is going to change how uh, sound or light or anything reacts. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that's how we get refraction and deflection. And so you just – if there's a thermocline layer of, of different, different temperature in between the plane and where you're at, you may not, you know yeah. – the, the, or maybe slower or slower or, you know, all kinds of different things. So It could also have to deal with this Sunday question of, well, if there's a clear sky, there's nothing up there, there's no contrails. Maybe they're not looking and listening for jets, so they assume there isn't any sound on those days. Yeah, and maybe there's just not. Yes. All right. So that's that's one of the big crazy points. Why is it that during a storm we can hear the jets nonstop, <laughs> completely opposite the sounds of a clear day? Commercial jet traffic should be nearly the same day to day. Okay, citation should needed. Be. Yes, and, and bullshit. And <laughs> yeah. what? Okay, so you're in a storm, and let's let's call it a, a a big storm. The sound of the thunder is going to be covering <laughs> it up. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't even know where where they're going with that. That's yeah. just stupid. Well, <laughs> well, now we're getting into the kind of how to prove chemtrails section of the video. So uh, here's an interesting sentence. Yeah. These are the things that are easy to keep track of, making you a researcher. Bullshit! 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 <laughs> what? It, it, it... You are not a researcher! And I'm going to use the scare quotes. <laughs> yes. Researcher! I knew that would piss you off. <laughs> if! But you're just looking at something. Yeah. That's called... Being an observer, in, in you addition- have to have the scientific background <laughs> to be a researcher. Just calling yourself a researcher isn't yep. good enough. All they're telling you so far in this video is just to look up at the sky and notice things, not no, take no, notes. No, 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 no. They don't even say notice things. They yeah. say look up at the sky and then say, and then they ask questions, but they don't say why don't you take notes of these things. Yeah, this is just bad writing. <laughs> So here we have some more observation things you can do. The other thing is to pick out a jet Okay, stop trip. right there. These are the things that are easy to get, and the other thing. So obviously they only had the one point, but there's other things. But now here's the other thing. This I think this was a longer speech that was edited down because there's some weird transitions yeah. like that throughout. Commercial jet traffic should be nearly the same day to day. These are the things that are easy to keep track of, making you a researcher. Hold on. Yeah. I want to pause something for a second. So earlier, they said that on Sundays, there are lines all over the sky and the jet sounds. But then they're saying commercial traffic should be the same day to day. Right. Yeah. They just kind of, I, I just. I, I don't want to hurt our brains too much by thinking too much about that. But yeah, they're. But they, they fly more during storms. Yes, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> uh, as as having traveled a, a bit uh, recently, I can attest to. Oh yeah, we're always going through fucking storms, <laughs> especially <laughs> snowstorms. Oh, they're always flying, <laughs> always, man, taking off and landing. There's there's nothing they love more than taking off and landing and flying through a storm. I mean, that's why they uh, you get you get places faster during storms. Because they fly through those suckers and then they get, you know, tornadoes, they just whip around a couple of, like Sharknado, and they get flung out to the destination. They're real good at that. My favorite trip was when we flew over the uh, fireworks of New York City. Oh, that'd be cool. That was really cool, <laughs> seeing the fireworks from above. You have joy in that where Gary is just pure bitterness about. That's because they don't fly during storms. <laughs> <laughs> They avoid flights during storms as much as possible because it's not good for anybody. Especially, what is that, $15 billion jet that doesn't can't fly on cloudy days <laughs> that we have in our military? <laughs> anyway, yeah. yeah. Go on. So, you're a researcher. The thing is to pick out a jet leaving a trail in the sky and observe the trail over the next four or five hours. And observe the expansion and how the trail interacts with other trails. What? 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 Bullshit! 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 Uh, First of all, which goes back to my uh, drug reference, (laughs) because people have nothing better to do than to watch skies, and that's great. I, you know, wish I had time to. You know what? I bet you what it is. They're doing drugs, and 
they're looking up and somebody's just walking by with their fingers extended going, does it make lines <laughs> when and, I do and, this? And they're going... Because <laughs> the only time that's happened to me is when I was high as a kite on prescription drugs that were prescribed to me. And literally Michael went up to me and did the, does it make lines when I do this? And I was like, they're so pretty. And he's like, you're high, baby. <laughs> But yeah, the that sentence really focuses on the big chemtrail argument of chemtrails stick around for hours on end. And and that can be different levels of humidity, different levels of wind, because, you know, you may be sitting at ground level and it's a nice calm day, but up at 30,000 feet, you've got 40 mile per hour winds. Yeah. So it may be drifting and it's like, well, what is that doing? It's, like, it's not understanding basic weather science. And just yeah, clouds when they meet each other, they interact. So, yeah, sometimes violently. Yeah. And and uh, and the whole dissipating problem of oh, chemtrails stick around, also kind of goes back to the whole gaps in chemtrails contrails issue, because maybe if you have different levels of temperature or humidity, you might have one long contrail at first. But parts of it, because of the temperature or humidity, dissipate quicker than other or parts. Air currents. Yeah, exactly. Or air currents or anything yeah. that would break it up. Or it, it's real. Those are the basic tenets that it sticks, sticks around and there are these gaps. And it's and that's the main bullshit. And they just add this other stuff to it. Trails. 25 years ago, a person would have to argue that there would be no trails after four or five hours. <laughs> Citation needed. Yeah. So, so that's the idea. But... The problem is uh, there's a wonderful website out there called ContrailScience.com, and it is just full of articles debunking almost everything in this video, plus all the other ideas that have come from different chemtrail issues, because there's lots of different stuff that's out there. Yay for, yay for them. Thank you. <laughs> so ContrailScience.com, and they have specific links to pictures from the World War II era of planes leaving contrails behind them and they have the same behavior as modern contrails as well. That's because they've been poisoning us for that long. Well well that's the thing. The the whole idea The Wright brothers were poisoning us. They are part of the vast global conspiracy. <laughs> well, the Wright brothers maybe not so much. They were too low to the ground and they didn't have jets. That doesn't matter. <laughs> it was a plane. But the the whole chemtrails things really only started in the popular vernacular or even being mentioned at all in the very late 1900s. So it's like 1997 through 1999, this conspiracy theorist guy named William Thomas was talking about this for a while. And then he got on Art Bell's Coast to Coast radio show. Oh, yeah, because there's a bastion of fucking yes. sanity. Well, <laughs> once he got on that, that show, all the other conspiracy theorists started piling onto this and it became a thing like – like Chupacabra became a thing because everybody it exploded in the conspiracy or, or Xeno whatever communities that it's you, you hear about it and, and, and then it explodes, but it's a very modern idea, modern conspiracy theory, despite the fact that jets have been around for more like what, 70 years, 80 years, something like that. I have no idea. Well, jets started around world war two. So 1940s. 1940s. So 70 uh, years? 30, yeah, 30, probably late 30s. So, yeah, contrails have existed for a long time. And there, I've also seen references to the fact that even like like high-speed race cars, I don't know if it's Formula One or whatever, if the conditions are right, can also leave contrails. So it's it's not a modern phenomenon. It's not a, it's not so a new thing. So what they're saying is, is that we need to go back to dirigibles. Right. But the idea that 25 years ago you would argue that there would be no trails, especially for four or five hours, is total and utter bullshit. But it's just stated here without any sort of proof at all. Uh, Citation According, according to, uh, to, to Wikipedia, 1928 was one of the first turbojets yeah. created. So, so they've been around a while. Quite yeah. a while. But – 35 it's, is it, when they became uh, commercially viable yeah. because they're great war-making machines. Exactly. Okay, okay, well, let's, let's <laughs> move on. Just move on. But watch and observe. 
A second area to research is on line satellite and radar to the west of you, even out over the ocean. Observe how jet trails and those images spread out like haze by the time those trails are overhead. Notice how the sky turns from blue to dull, gray, or even silver. All of this is just anomaly hunting, stare at the sky. So what they're saying is, is that if a plane is traveling west, that is a clear sign (laughs) that they are positing chemicals over you. Well, it's no, it's more the east to west weather patterns of the planet. Yes. Where if you can see a a contrail, chemtrail forming west of you, you look at satellite photos and watch it come towards you ominously with music. (laughs) Da da. (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't mean the <laughs> other directions are having chemtrails. Yeah, it, why not? Why not watch it from the east of you? I don't get it. Because the winds mostly blow west to east. West to east. Right. So why you observe not watch it, it west of you, and and watch it because as it comes, it comes towards you. Okay. So you're standing out there purposely exposing yourself. <laughs> It's a conspiracy to kill people who don't believe or who believe in chemtrails. <laughs> Brilliant! Man, yeah. this is like, this goes deep. Yep. This is like Inception. <laughs> what happened to our blue skies? Huh. Looking oh. at right now. Looks blue to me. You know what? Moving on. I'm, you're a researcher, man. You're a researcher. <laughs> Damn straight, I'm a researcher. Here's an idea. What happened to our blue skies? Cars and trucks and and and. Planes, exhaust, meaning just general pollution makes it hazier. Like Los Angeles is all haze. How about because there's bad weather forming that (laughs) tends to turn the sky a dull gray? Exactly. Am I? Yeah. But but you have not commented the fact that Gary is a researcher now because he (laughs) he is observed. (laughs) And to be fair, uh, I'm looking through branches of, of trees and stuff. Yeah. So, so it knows, might be a green sky. Hidden. Well, the oxygen being be emitted sky. by the trees is clarifying the air. Uh, there's this other whole portion that is not even mentioned on this video about a lot of contrail chemtrail believers think that they can fight these chemtrails by basically vaporizing vinegar and releasing it up into the sky. Vinegar's bad for you. Uh-huh. <laughs> and also, like, they'll take a gallon well, uh, and they'll vaporize it, let it evaporate, and that'll fight the chemtrails. Uh, uh, anyway, so, yeah, there's a lots of other tangential stuff. This is easy to observe, but it does take a commitment to learning the truth. You can compare sky color, sound. No, I want to be committed to learning a lie. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mother. these people know. They know the truth. These, these five The truth olds. is out there. <laughs> Trail activity day-to-day to see what should be consistent. Scheduled jet traffic and routes is not what is happening. Yeah, um, that was a, yes, another because, poorly edited sentence that didn't make a lot of sense. planes never, ever have to change their initial flight pattern. Ever. Uh, yes, they do when there are storms and they have to fly <laughs> through them. <laughs> Which makes it louder on days anyway. Yes, yes. The third area of research is patents. There are over 100 geoengineering patents, patents, many of which disperse aerosol from jets. These patents exactly describe the expanding and lingering jet trails that we see in this video. These patents exactly describe the metals everyday people, concerned citizens, are finding in rainwater tests. All of these patents can be found online in multiple places. Show us where! Where? (laughs) Well, they do show... Basically, some YouTube videos of of people displaying these weather modification patents of whatever. But the main point there is just because someone has patented something does not mean that it's actually happening. Exactly. Just like the fact that I mean, I mean, this is, comes later, but you've got climatologists and government officials saying we need to fight global warming. We need to do something like maybe this aerosol type stuff. That doesn't mean because they're talking about it that it's actually happening. Right. And also, yes, it is because the truth is out. There. Yeah. <laughs> and, and of course, a patent may not be being used for the intended purpose of the person who created the patent. I mean, that's how yeah. technologies get built all the time is someone <laughs> realizes, oh, well, this could be used for something else. So, mm-hmm. citation needed. Yeah, pretty much. Next research is to test your rainwater. It's easy, inexpensive, and instructions are online. This is a whole other batch of crazy. It is, but they're... Okay. 
testing your rainwater is not necessarily a bad idea because that water does leach into your mm-hmm. water systems and everything else. And I have lived in places where water quality can Suck. only be described yeah. in the words sucktastic. <laughs> okay. And there are times where you run into problems and you do have to drink bottled water mm-hmm. out of necessity. So knowing what is in your rainwater is not necessarily a bad thing, but if you're simply using it to confirm your own bias, pretty much, then that is an issue. Once again, that would fall under researching, <laughs> not observing your own confirmations. There's a lot of craziness to to this whole test your rainwater thing of, well, it's assuming that a contrail that you see above you that may be two miles away that way is falling directly onto you and that testing your rainwater days later is going to make a difference. And also a lot of these videos, you had people basically leaving a mason jar out on their porch and saying, see, that's the chemtrails that are contaminating my water. And uh, before I found this video, I found a dozen breathless videos of just some guy pointing a camera at a jar of water that oh, has oh some sort of sediment or something in it, swishing it around and saying, see, see, rainwater is pure, <laughs> is pure exactly. as a baby's ass. The, a lot of the assumptions on either testing rainwater or ground or, or ponds or something like that are assuming that there is no aluminum or aluminum or barium or anything or anywhere else in our rainwater, in our ground. I found statistics that say about 7 to 10% of the Earth's crust is aluminum. So it's a common metal. So, of course, you're going to find it if you're testing dust or dirt. And in a rainstorm, dust or dirt gets <gasps> kicked up into the sky. By all the planes flying through the storm. Or right. raindrops. But oh, sure. Actually, <laughs> it's, just, it's just part of a massive conspiracy to prove that Dr. Wakefield was right. So, yeah, the, the whole <laughs> testing your rainwater thing is a whole big rabbit hole you could go t- down through. But it's it's basically kind of breathless anomaly hunting of, look, it, there's something I in my rainwater. I what the problem is, because... Uh, Homeopathy says that the more diluted it is, so obviously yeah. we should be curing ourselves because all this crap in the water. Yeah, because last week we did homeopathy. I was thinking the same connection the whole time. But the other side of this is is that if you don't even have a basic understanding of environmental science and chemistry, mm-hmm. reading those things doesn't matter. Yeah. It's bullshit and they're looking <laughs> for ghosts. They've They've also done things like testing the air quality in in areas where, where you, what you do is you take a vacuum and you a basically vacuum. yes and and this a is an actual legitimate air quality testing way to do it where you vacuum into a hepa filter oh, okay. and then you empty the dust from the hepa filter and then you measure the 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 quantities of different stuff in the air and the thing is you have to take notes of how long you were doing the vacuuming and the various environmental con- conditions of that day to do the math to say, okay, I sucked in 500 cubic gallons of air or whatever measurement they use, which means we actually have this much parts per billion, parts per million particulate in the air. And it's been proven on things like the chemtrailscience.com that they're doing their math wrong and the amount of aluminum or barium or whatever that they're getting in their quote-unquote tests of rainwater or air are like 500 times the lethal limit. And they're assuming that they didn't do something wrong. And see, we found this, but apparently not everybody is dropping dead. So it's... Not yet. Well, slowly over uh, about 120 years. Even, even when years. they try to do science, they're doing it badly. What we are saying isn't crazy. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Moving on. Yep, moving, moving on. on. <laughs> Scientists say they want to build a reflective clouds in exactly this way. Sources. A process known as geoengineering. Specifically, stratospheric aerosol geoengineering. Great. So, they say they want to. They Doesn't say it might be happening. a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Moving on. <laughs> Arctic scientists monitoring ice melt and methane have declared a planetary emergency. They are saying an intense yes. full-scale stratospheric aerosol geoengineering campaign is needed immediately to avert a total sea ice melt that could occur as early as summer 2013. Hmm. This this movie hmm. was is is called Chemtrail Watch Norway. Still don't believe in chemtrails. Twenty fifteen. 
Hmm. So they're time travelers like the Doctor. So apparently we've, we're underwater now, and we've yeah. grown gills, and we haven't noticed. Yes. Okay. They say that the world must do this immediately. The point is that it is already being done, and look what that is doing to our weather. Sanitation. Yeah, so the because scientists talk about it, it must be actually being done. And climate change, which has nothing to do with chemtrails or contrails or any of their conspiracy theories of that, it you know, 2014 was the hottest year on record. We found out that today. We knew that. That it's, it's it, yeah. <laughs> Soil pH, ocean pH, rainwater, and the unexplained rise in all aluminum-related and suspected-related diseases. Citation. Suspected-related disease. I mean, that could be Morgellons. How that we, could how, be how, autism. How, yeah. do we, how do we know which ones are aluminum-related? I, I could not They're find that. They're all <laughs> aluminum-related. The, the problem Your is that... Your cold is caused by aluminum. Okay. <laughs> These all... kids are going to be pissed off when we take their sodas away. <laughs> all the claims are basically... Uh, these vaguely sinister sounding ideas of, well, they're spraying aluminum, which is making people sick, but they never say how, what is the chemistry involved of why is aluminum making people sick? Why, why is barium specifically, what is it doing? Yeah, but here's why the thing. Ask what the fuck it is before you start <laughs> But here's also the other side of it. If these people were getting sick and dying of heavy metal poisonings, which is the assumption that they're not quite saying, everybody would have at the very least, bands across their fingernails. That is the telltale sign of heavy metal poisoning. Yeah. When you try to kill somebody with heavy metals, there will... I, and I really... Do you have them? I don't think so. I don't think do so. Uh, no, I but, but uh, when I get heavy metal poisoning, I tend to listen to, like, Yanni or Kenny G or something. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> Going back to Donna's actually relevant point... Uh, some other points that you can find about this is you've got, you know, going back to crop dusters, mechanics who work on crop dusting planes often get sick or poisoned because of the concentrated nature of the chemicals that they're working on. Right. And they you usually have to have thousands upon thousands of mechanics working on these planes that millions and millions of pilots and lots and lots of government officials all know about that are spraying these supposedly toxic chemicals that should be getting sick all the time. But they are, and they're being replaced by people from India. <laughs> names, or lizards or something Steve. like that. Oh, I forgot about the yeah. lizards. John from Biloxi. <laughs> John, John. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm not entirely sure what these aluminium-related diseases are. Yeah. Or suspected Well, diseases. first of all, that's uh, mispronunciation is the first sign. <laughs> <laughs> The rainwater tests prove there are dangerous amounts of metals in each breath we take. Every breath <laughs> we take. Okay. We cover the whole they're doing their science wrong thing. This is not rocket science. It is. <laughs> Actually. Actually, it is. It's, it's jet science, but the jets are kind of rocket. It yeah. is also environmental science. It is also health science it is awesome. but yeah the idea is that some schmuck on out of their backyard can stare at the sky and prove a vast conspiracy good yep. man good man that man <laughs> do, do, do you remember the do you remember the war of 2015 all the chemtrails good old john so there he got a crick in his neck for weeks <laughs> it's an old battle injury what were you fighting the conspiracy of chemtrails I think that's covered under the new VA Act. <laughs> it probably is. So far, man's intellectual control of our planet has fueled what scientists are calling the sixth great extinction. With species being lost 10,000 times faster than ever seen in the past, including meteor events. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on, sequitur. <laughs> also, population rising, mm -hmm. the way that it has, is actually pretty much been total reason why we're seeing so many species go extinct yeah we're getting we, rid of environments more chemicals run, and exactly actual pollution real pollution also uh, bushmeat sales uh for uh exotic animal hunts all all of these things mm -hmm. and once and again it's not the fucking chemtrails the, no, the, the idea that this aluminium spraying is making people sick but also at the same time killing off entire species well then why isn't it actually killing off our entire species because as donna just mentioned our population isn't shrinking 
Or dying earlier. Or dying. Yeah. We are well, living longer and not older from natural and <laughs> population rise. Just look at those damn Duggars. I mean, there's 20 of them. So. And more and more every day. <laughs> <laughs> boop, boop, boop. What we see in our skies is that thinking. Can we afford our leaders and those who control them? Those who control, control them. them. I bow to our reptilian overlords. Whoever they are. <laughs> Yeah, the the vast conspiracy controlling our governments. Yeah, making... who, who are doing such a great job of population. I don't get this. We have <laughs> 7 billion and counting people on the planet. And if they're saying, oh, it's for control of the people, how? How is that controlling the right, people exact, at all? Because you would want to control a smaller yeah. population. It's a little easier. Yeah. It's whatever it's doing. It's not working. Yeah. No. To be insane? Yeah. Who has the right to make us a part of their experiment? I do. Fuck off. <laughs> we are under attack. Wake up. <laughs> so there you sad. go. Sad. So uh, sad. Okay, okay. It my... does at least thank us for watching at the end in text form. Oh, that's nice. I'm, my, my brain hurts. <laughs> but as, as I said, I mean, we, we hit the main topics, which is the idea... That chemtrails last longer than normal contrails, that there's these breaks and gaps, and there's all these various kind of – they're the chemicals. They're doing different things because you get different conspiracy theorists saying different things of Except what it's – Except for population control. Yeah. Some people it's population control. Some people it's this Mind weather control. control. Some people say that they're spraying aluminum into the air to poison the ground so only Monsanto's aluminum-resistant GMO foods – can grow. Ooh, clever. So I that's like combining that like two or three different conspiracies all in one. Hey, I bow to our Monsanto overlords. They are actually kind of actually helping the non-population control. One fun one I oh, found Jesus of the Christ. reasons for spraying was to mask the appearance of Planet X in the sky. Huh? huh? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Okay, okay. When is that supposed to combine, like, in 2013? <laughs> yeah. 2012. Something like that, yeah. So, so hold on, hold on. <laughs> Planet so X is like Jesus. Planet X only came into being in the late 80s, late 90s? Is no, it came into popul popularity, but there's always been the question of, is something out yeah. there? Yeah, ever since they found Pluto, they said, well, is there one more? Is yeah. there one more? And, yeah. and, and there, there was a, a recent article saying that there may be some uh, trans-Newtonian, uh, no, sorry, tra uh, Uranian, Uranusian <laughs> Objects are huge. Yeah. Right. Okay. But what you're saying, though, is a bunch of people who probably never fucking looked through a telescope <laughs> um. are saying that there's this vast global conspiracy to hide a planet that we could probably see with our naked eye through chemtrails that have only been in existence. If only the aluminum in the atmosphere didn't create a perfect mirror <laughs> that reflected what we see on the ground. But I, we're but so far away that we don't see ourselves. I got it. I got it. I, I've got the breakdown of this. Aluminum equals Illuminati. Follow oh. me. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think you'll find it's aluminiumity. <laughs> Barium, yum, yum, yum. <laughs> So, yeah, that's, I mean, that's a, basically an hour on the basics of chemtrails. Um, ContrailScience.com got a lot of fun resources, but there's plenty of stuff on Skeptic Blog, CSI Cop, Rational Wiki, etc., etc., etc. It's total bunkum, and it's fairly easy to understand the science. Yes, I would exactly. say hokum. So, I call bullshit. <laughs> but it's tied into all these other conspiracies where... Because you are saying, well, the government says this, or no, the basic science is this. Well, you're a sheeple. You're in on the conspiracy. You're being blinded. And hey, even though that's basic science, it's really hard to refute. I just learned how to spin wool, people. There need to be more sheeple, because then I could have a steady <laughs> diet of, of wool to Okay. <laughs> I She's... eat the sheeple. <laughs> hey, my sister, who is not only a fiber artist, but she's a chef, she can take a sheep, she can share it, spit it, dye it, make it into a sweater, and then 
butcher that sheep and make you a fabulous meal. I know because I've seen her do it. So you can wear the sheep while you ate it. Exactly. That's creepy. Just a little. Yeah. <laughs> um, Just don't name it. I think uh, a little while ago I said that vinegar is bad for you. It's not really bad for you, even just breathing it, but it can't be pleasant. So No. Uh, I'm just thinking that that would be hell on your dating life. <laughs> I mean, come on, because if you're drinking it and No, you're not drinking it, and... it. You're just spraying it up into the air like with a spray bottle. Right, but you're getting some of that on you. Yeah. And I, even I, way more, may, way more vinegar is getting on you than chemtrails. <laughs> right, exactly. But think about that. You spray it to protect yourself. You get it on you, so then you're super doubly protected. Sure. But then you go out with sex. your girlfriend, <laughs> boyfriend, and they go, "What the fuck is that?" <laughs> you know, vinegar. It's A new fragrance for men. That's right. <laughs> it's called. Dumb. <laughs> so, yeah, we're about an hour ten. <laughs> so, I, I think we're breaking this into two episodes. Yeah, okay. All right. So, are we going to finish episode 183 with the outro? No, we'll just stop. Yeah. Or we'll just say, all right, thanks for joining us. Goodbye. Bye. I think that's, that's, <coughs> enough, that's enough YouTubes. Say goodbye. Bye. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs> all right, back to this week. Yeah, that was sincere. <laughs> all right. It was neither <laughs> sincere nor convincing. All right, so Greg is making things very difficult for himself editing-wise. Yes. We did our intro. We talked, talked, talked. We did a woo-woo tube segment, but it was entirely too damn long, so we're releasing it next week as episode 183. Now we're going to do the rest of episode 182, so all the in-jokes and... The Skeptic Wire podcast theme music is by Oscar Lawn with guest mandolin by Greg Perrine. If you've enjoyed listening to The Skeptic Wire, leave a review on iTunes or leave us a voice message via the Podposted app for iPhone. Friend us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at The Skeptic Wire. Follow our blog at skepticwire.blogspot.com or send us an email, skepticwire at gmail.com. You've been listening to The Skeptic Wire. It's easier if, like, at the end of a section, if we pause. Yeah, I know. Okay. But uh, I am... I, You're I, being I, snarky. Okay. Yes, and I, I may scream stuff. Through, okay. Yeah, through. that's... that's Randomly. So don't, yeah. don't, don't stop for my for my snarky yells. Okay. Because one's about to come up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see that one. Yeah. Look at these jets. Look at them! <laughs> Stop that, Gary! <laughs>